Welcome back to Lucid Living, and if this is your first time, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you aboard. My name is Andrew Larkin. I'm an actor, model, performer, storyteller, and today I'm going to be your host, your guide for today's podcast episode. All right, before we dive into today's episode, my friends, we're going to do some deep, intentional breathing to ground ourselves into this moment, this present, beautiful moment, ground ourselves into this body, and as we breathe, focus on gratitude, get ourselves a body scan, release the tension, do all the things, so we're going to do one minute of breathing at our own pace, and as we inhale, I want you to inhale through the nose, and as you inhale, expand the belly like a water blue, nice and big, hold it at the top, exhale out the mouth, contract the belly back to your center. And then hold at the bottom. Now we can do box breathing, which is in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four. Or if you want to channel the parasympathetic, that rest and recover state, you can exhale a little bit longer than your inhale. So in for four, hold for four, out for six, hold for six, or out for eight, hold for eight, whatever floats your boat. Again, take this moment for you as we breathe. We're going to take one collective breath together and then go at your own pace. But as we, as we breathe, introduce a little micro smile. A, uh, a tiny little smile to, you'll be surprised how that can brighten your day by shifting the physiology, can trick our minds into actually creating serotonin in our bodies and making us happier. It's, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's pretty cool. So, that being said, let's do this, let's ground ourselves into this moment. Let's take one inhale together. And go at your own pace. All right, now I want you to take one final inhale through the nose. Nice and big, hold it at the top. Now exhale it all out with a sigh. Ah, thank you for this practice. Let's introduce some movement back into the body. Wiggle, wiggle the toes, wiggle the fingertips. Roll the shoulders back a few times. Roll them forward a few times. Sway the neck to the left. Sway to the right. Now shake, 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 shake. Move the body, move the chi. Shake, 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 shake. And to the top. Ah, namaste. Thank you, thank you. Booyah, baby. All right, before we dive into the episode, let's give a little update on what's going on in my life uh let's see it's been pretty hectically crazily busy man this past weekend was hollow weekend and we uh i did a shoot for this small production team that i worked with in the past love working with these guys they're so creative so cool so efficient and uh it was a fan film for halloween so it's called halloween untold and i brought in michael myers and uh, i met a great actress and we were playing boyfriend girlfriend coming back from it a party and then you know it gets crazy so you guys can check that out i'll plug it actually here on um in the the description below but you can also find it on my instagram 
at Larkin underscore Andrew. Um, actually, I haven't shared it there. It's on, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. I'll send the link there. I'll send the link here. So that was really fun. That was really cool. Again, working that muscle. Let's see. Yesterday was a Tuesday, and I saw Rocky on uh, the Rocky the Musical with my mom at the Walnut Street Theater, which was really well done. It was really cool. It's a lot of fun. I, as I was sitting there, I, I can't remember the last uh, show I saw at the Walnut Street Theater. I'm like thinking back on it. It's been so long. It's been so long since I've been there, and I loved it. It was awesome. So that was great. That was lots of fun. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. This weekend, we have uh, a student film that we're working on. It's going to be like a four or five minute silent film about a really cool topic, more physicality and emotions and, you know, what you're doing with your body, your facial expressions and creating the feel to put you into the experience of what these characters are going through in the moment. So that's going to be really fun to explore. The guy who's uh, creating it is super dope. We've had a couple calls, met a couple of the team other cast members and uh, it's gonna be dope so I'm gonna be driving down to New York tomorrow so Thursday Friday and um, I'm staying with my buddy Marty uh, haven't seen him in like a year so that's gonna be awesome just to catch up and then this weekend I'm gonna be going over to my sisters driving to IUP crash with her she's got a volleyball tournament this weekend we're doing the thing baby we are doing the thing and then again guys I'm working I actually don't know if I've mentioned this but I've been writing this script this short film script and um, we're making slow steps in the right direction, so stay tuned for more information on that. It's very fun, very exciting. Passion project of mine, and I really, I'm taking a film class online, and I'd love to be more involved with what's happening behind the camera, because if I'm involved with go what's going on behind the camera, and I know, you know, what's happening there, and all the different departments, and what it looks like on camera, and the lighting, and, you know, the sound, and all of these different elements, I think it'll help me as an actor as well, so... And also as an actor to have compassion for the challenges of each department within the whole cosmos of the, the film-making world. So it's very cool. It's very fun. We are, we're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. It's very exciting. And uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's take a sip of water and dive into this one. Ah. All right, my friends. Honestly, I've been trying to figure out what I want to talk about. <clears throat> and um, I was doing a little work this morning. And I was listening to a podcast and it was George Lopez. I was listening to George Lopez. And when I listen to people, you know, listening to interviews, podcasts, actors, I listen to people talk, you can read where they are, I don't wanna say developmentally, but where they are, you know, in their headspace, whether they hold on to resentment. You know, as an actor, it's not what you say, it's what you mean. So you can say yes a hundred different ways. You can say I love you a hundred different ways. Sorry a hundred different ways. If I say the word fine, like I'm fine, what does that really mean? So I feel like there are a lot of, for me at least, when I was growing up, I was putting on so many different masks where I was necessarily saying what I meant and how I felt. And when you, um, I feel like have been through a lot of trauma and a lot of experiences that are really challenging, it's, uh, you're stuck. It's, it's, it kind of, it's just this weight that holds you down. And there's resentment, there's anger, there's frustration, um, there's blaming, there's all these these elements that are involved with it. And you can feel that. You can feel that when someone's still holding on to resentments, someone's still holding on to the pain, you know, hurt people hurt people. So people who talk shit on other people are going through their own stuff. And there's reasons as to why everyone, why the bad guys, the quote unquote bad guys react the way that they do because they've been hurt and they've been through it. And I can 
listen to someone and I can still feel them holding on to that resentment through it's interesting hearing people laugh like where do people laugh some people like laughter is a very interesting defense mechanism that many of us use sometimes we use it to deflect um, something that we think is like funny but really isn't funny but it's a way for us to make come to terms with it you know it's it's very interesting and it's it's these subtle cues um, the language that people use you can feel when someone brings a topic up like there's all the, the the things that we say are all choices that we make but a lot of times when we start getting into a rhythm getting into a flow state the subconscious will come through and the subconscious doesn't really lie and a lot of times if you're really paying attention you can you can see what's going on behind the veil behind the curtain of someone's true emotional state so why am i saying all this stuff <clears throat> i listened to a podcast episode of uh george lopez now i want to preface i want to start by saying i think george lopez is so funny the george lopez show that was on nickelodeon and nick at night is one that i come back to i'll see on like tbs every once in a while or late night and i think it's so funny it's one of the sitcoms that i've had that's actually stuck with me that i will watch again and i will just die laughing i think it's hilarious and i think he's so gifted and so funny and I like someone that like I was like, going through my mind. I was like, if someone asked me who do you think's the funniest dude ever, I'm like George Lopez would be like top five maybe for me. Honestly, I think he's so funny. And uh, I listened to this episode with George Lopez, and I think it was in 2020, so not not too long ago. And um, the language that I used, like he emitted a certain energy where I could feel him not in the greatest headspace like if i i listen to people who if you do the work you know you do the deep personal work the self-love work people are very articulate in the way that they speak you know their artic articulation is so beautiful in certain areas they're not afraid to um really look at themselves objectively and and talk about what they've been through and not shy away from it you know they're they're very comfortable with their vulnerabilities and you can feel that like um, but George Lopez, just listening to him, I was like, it still sounds like he's hurt. And I remember, I think my dad mentioning something about how George Lopez, um, yeah, it's a shame. He, I was talking about George Lopez one day, and he was like, yeah, it's a shame about George Lopez. I'm like, what happened to George Lopez? And apparently he cheated. I had the allegations that he cheated on his wife with prostitutes or some form of cheating. And I'm like, damn, that sucks. And I don't know. And I did, But I didn't know the whole story as to you know what went down and why he would act like that and so i heard there was some of that and then i heard there's some allegations just some um, the way that he behaves um towards certain audience members and and there's this there's this sort of negative stigma around george lopez i'm from the outside looking in i'm like i love george lopez on this show he's a father figure he's hilarious he's so funny but as i listened to this episode he actually started to uh to talk about his past and I think it's very easy, as I was listening to this episode, I was thinking about doing this podcast, because I think it's very easy for someone to hear the headline, to see the headline of cheating on his wife with prostitutes or getting into a fist fight, blah, 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 and uh, to be like, this guy's a dick, this guy's an asshole. And this kind of goes back to our other episode with Becky about masculinity, where it's very easy to label someone as an asshole and to see them at that one-dimensional way and think that's the end-all be-all and that's the way it is but I want to challenge everyone 
to stay curious when you find people like that because again hurt people hurt people and there's a reason why people do that because they seek power they seek because the power has been taken from them so many times by a mentor or a father figure who wasn't there was their abuser whatever it is they need that power back and it's fueled by insecurity right so I'm listening to this episode and George Lopez is talking about how he's never actually met his father in his life and then he said he did like an ancestry.com and uh He's like, yeah, your father's passed away like 30 years ago or something crazy like that. And uh, so he has never met his biological father. His mother, um, he said he was like 13 years old and his mom bought him a Playboy, which was like the worst thing that she could have done. Um, she was struggling, popping pills and and um, not a great role model in that respect. So he lived with his grandparents, his grandmother, and... Um, little bit of a hard edge with the grandparents but basically he grew up with no male figures in his life really um in a hard lived in the in the san francisco or like the valley or california area um and got into not the greatest crowd but he did have some good friends and he was always again landed into the funny room and there's something about comedians man where the funniest people i feel like come from the darkest places because i think comedy is a great way to put on a mask to uh, all the noise kind of drowns out all the bullshit goes away when you can really just find humor it's a great defense mechanism and and I think it's just like the same thing with Robin Williams who's amazing and awesome but he was struggling so much and Carol Burnett who's so funny but she went through so much trauma and I think there's something with comedy that makes it very easy to hide behind the mask and then he talks about so many comedians Growing up, I was listening to Jim Carrey too, just getting into drugs, getting high, using substances to get to that space. And it's a really dangerous game to get in. And so I think it's very easy to idolize people who are just really funny. But I think it's also a pretty big defense mechanism and a big mask that people put on. And uh, yeah, again, I don't really have a lot of direction as to where I'm going to go with this episode. But I just think it's important, again, to ground ourselves and, and to and to really stay curious. I think once curiosity dies, life becomes uninteresting, right? Question things, stay curious about things. Why do people act the way that they act? And um, a lot of times it comes down to power. And if we really listen to people's stories, uh, it's pretty powerful, it's pretty heavy. And George Lopez has been through a lot, man. I mean, and then he has all that trauma that he hasn't worked through, right? And then he is funny. And he was talking about um, just getting into fights with with hecklers, you know, at um, stand-up events. And uh, it's just the way that he talks about it's still kind of like the language that he uses, the curse words, you know. And it's you can still feel it. You can still feel that he kind of holds on to it. But he says, I'm past it, but there's still something there, you know. And this is why doing the work is so important. And I'm not – and it's, it's and then he, he – he, he becomes successful, he gets all this money, and then he's now a voice in the Latino community. Like, there's so many layers that kind of go on top, but it's like the foundation of, it's just kind of like that little boy who wasn't loved by his parents because his parents weren't there. He was raised by his grandparents, and he's never met his father, and there's all of these things that kind of bubble up, and if we don't dig down to the roots of um, where our fears come from, where our insecurities come from, where our emotions come from, Life can be pretty challenging and it can be pretty hard and we can carry certain energy with us throughout our days and it becomes heavy, heavy anger 
heavy. And again, anger isn't a bad thing. But when we hold on to it, you know, we criticize, condemn, complain. We bring up all these this baggage, these emotions. We blame other people for our lack of success or whatnot and all these different things. It makes, it's like an instant hit where it's like, all right, but you're like defending yourself. But at the end of the day, it's it doesn't solve, it doesn't dissipate that weight that is constantly weighing down. And the only way to... to to lift the weight is to uh, attack it, attack the demons, attack the shadows, shine light on your inner shadows and be honest with yourself and do the work. And the work is so painful because it is so hard to look ourselves in the mirror and see who maybe we truly are. But it doesn't necessarily mean that's who we're going to be or who we have to be, right? And um, so this is an episode about doing the work and the importance of doing the work. And again, I'm not saying I'm above, I'm above George Lopez. I think George Lopez is amazing and such an important voice. But I think it's just fascinating listening to certain people, um, especially in places of power where imagine if, you know, the self-love was there or the community was there or, you know, because you grew up in a certain area with a certain language, a certain friendships and those groups, the way that they talk to each other as kids, especially boys, you know, you kind of just go back and forth and, and, and reaffirm these these negative outlooks on life. And that, that becomes a hardwired story that you have. And, you know, it's a lot of work to recondition, to reprogram. And it takes awareness. It takes something radical to shift your awareness, to change your perspective, to, to maybe go above and beyond and to see the world from a bigger scale, a bigger scope to look through the eyes of another person, to live in the shoes of another culture. You know, it's fascinating. I just find this stuff so fascinating, man, and people interest the hell out of me, and I'm so curious as to why people are the way that they are. And again, I'm doing this, uh, this is in the future, a few months from now, but I'm playing a role of a, you know, a jock who's, you know, an A1 asshole. But I think those guys are so fascinating and curious because there's levels of complexity as to why they are the way that they are. And it might show up as one dimensional, but it's not. Everyone has their story, and I think it's easy for those guys to hurt people because of the privilege, of the physicality, and it's easy to dominate and to take power because power's been taken away from you. But if we can identify that and see that in people, in friends, in colleagues, and then call them out on their shit, but in a loving way, because it's it's, it's a tricky game, man, because there's this thing where it's like, you're hurting all these people. If I call you out on your truth, that's going to hurt him more than anything. And then he comes back and hurts you. You know, it's it, and, that, and that can become dangerous if someone's abusive, right? And it's tricky, but you got to... I don't want to say you got to, but if we can find a way in our hearts to treat people with love and compassion, understanding, sit them down and to let them just talk, man. Again, like I ran men's groups and it's amazing what happens when you create a safe space for a guy just to talk just to talk about his relationship with his father or his mother or his work or his relationship or his addictions or his struggles anything you know just allowing them to speak to create a space because so many people don't have that a lot of people aren't journaling they're not reflecting you know day after day after day after day of just kind of doing the same stuff and getting by and getting by but that weight is heavy. It is so freaking heavy, you know? And um, I don't know, I think we all have the power to 
to dissipate that a little bit and it's not easy and sometimes you take the brunt end of it which is unfortunate right taking the high road is not easy and what people want isn't always what they need but if we can find a way to treat people with love and compassion and try to understand them try to not just read the label read the highlight the cover the cover page but to actually go beyond that and to ask questions to try to understand and that's i think the biggest thing with celebrities which is why it's such a dangerous game we idolize celebrities but we judge them based off of some journalist coming up with some story because he needs a story for his publisher or all these reasons to make money and uh and it's not until you take journalism classes or um, you try to create a documentary where you realize how you can you can really shift a narrative and a viewpoint and a story to to back up your argument. Like if you ever do a persuasive essay in a writing class, <clears throat> you can pick certain points. It's not the whole story, but you can pick certain points and um, manipulate the story to tell it the way that you want to tell it. And that's being done in the news. In the news, that's being done all over the place, man. So I just wanna, I, I want, I think it's so important to just question things, to stay curious, and when we see people who are hurting others, to realize that they're hurt, and to try to come with love and compassion, because we're all in this together, man. We're all in this together, and it's easy to cast people away, to throw them out of the tribe, but we need everyone, man. And we all just, at the end of the day, want to be seen, heard, loved, understood, and feel like we belong. That's what I got for you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, if you guys are digging this, if you're vibing with this, you guys can uh, comment, share, subscribe, like, tell your friends, tell your family. Ah, if you guys have any questions, anything that you'd want me to dive into, any certain topics, ideas, philosophies, let me know. That would be awesome, and I'd love to have more ideas so I can... Uh, share what I got and um, if you guys want to hop on the podcast too and you know we can do interviews conversations that would be awesome too trying to expand this community would be great you guys can find me on Instagram at Larkin underscore Andrew and uh, as always small act of kindness makes the world go around uh, give a give a loved one a hug a nice bear hug the power of touch is so healing. High five yourself because you're deserving. You're worthy. You're enough. You are beautiful. You are a leader. And I love you. And as always, strive to live a lucid life. This is Andrew Larkin. One love.